I am Jorge Facinetti, and this is another exclusive podcast from Pituitary World News. I am delighted today to bring you a podcast we recorded last year during the Spanish Endocrine Conference in Bilbao, Spain with Dr. Javier Salvador. Dr. Salvador is a prominent endocrinology and professor of endocrinology at the University of Navarra in Pamplona, Spain. I met Dr. Salvador a few years ago at an acromegaly conference organized by the Spanish Association of People Affected by Acromegaly. I was uh, truly fascinated by his energy and his presentation, and at that time, we discussed recording a podcast at our next uh, opportunity. I should also mention that we recorded a podcast with Dr. Salvador in Spanish, which we published in our Spanish edition at Pituitary World News in Español. We talked about the fascinating world of the pituitary gland and the importance of early diagnosis in pituitary disease. Here's our chat. Very thankful that he's taken the time to chat with us today. So I thought that maybe you could give us five minutes on what made you interested in endocrinology. And I mean, I think uh, it's quite easy to be interested in, in endocrinology, you know, because, uh, you know, the, the, the world of hormones is really fascinating. Uh, first time I, 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 hear, I heard about hormones was when I, uh, I went to, to the medical school in Pamplona, Navarra, in the University of Navarra, and the professor of anatomy uh, he mentioned that there was a uh, small gland called a pituitary, the pituitary gland, very small, that uh, was uh, regulating other different glands in a, a in, in fact, uh, located very far away from the pituitary. Yeah. That was, uh, he, he mentioned the, the case of the adrenal, and the adrenal gland was controlled but yeah, a small hormone secreted by the pituitary called uh, the adrenocorticotropin. So he said that adrenocorticotropin was released by the pituitary and that hormone was in, char- in charge of keeping the adrenal glands uh, working well. So, uh, I mean, that was really, um, I mean, I thought that the uh, medicine in that sense was a, 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 a Beautiful example of science fiction uh, because I want this substance that was separating through the blood and reaching the adrenals yes. and uh, promoting adrenal secretion, and uh, that was really impressed. So uh, that was in the, in, in the anatomy, uh, and then we moved to uh, the biochemistry just in the same year. In the, obviously, in biochemistry, the yeah. professor uh, was uh, spoken about, uh, speaking about uh, different hormones, etc., and, the, and their different actions, and uh, about their role in the in maintaining the homeostasis and the, the health of the, yeah. of the of people. And, the, and then uh, the next year, physiology of hormones was also really impressive. impressive. And uh, finally, in the f- fifth year of the, uh, um, the medical school program of the career of medicine, uh, well, the professor, uh, the corresponding professor, was uh, teaching us about endocrinology. And so uh, I decided 
just to become an endocrinologist. Okay. From those years, and you just got really interested in initially in, in it. Uh, yeah. I find it a fascinating. He was an, an adult learning about the pituitary gland and, yeah. and learning how uh, complicated yeah. and how much so, we don't yeah, know yeah, and how much we yeah, learn. That's right. Yeah. In fact, the pituitary gland is very, very special. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, as you know very well, the, the pituitary gland secretes uh, different hormones that control, uh, say, the adrenal glands, the fibroid gland, control the growth, control reproduction, because they control also the gonads, the uh, testes and the ovaries, and so and also secretes prolactin, which is uh, uh, stimulating the, uh, the, the, the secretion of milk, milk in the postpartum. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so the pituitary is a very small, very so important gland in the, in the in, in our body so uh, it's especially fascinating yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I, I can speak also about the fire gland the adrenal gland but the pituitary is so small and so pro they produce so many amounts and, and so many different types of yeah, hormones yeah. including vas uh, this, uh, vasopressin and oxytocin and, and so and I think I am really convinced that still we have to learn a lot of different actions of those hormones on different uh, body systems. Yeah. And so uh, the pituitary uh, knowledge is still growing up yeah. and the, the, the knowledge is expanding a lot. And so uh, that makes endocrinology, as, uh, that qualifies endocrinology as a discipline, a discipline, very particular discipline, which uh, has got a uh, really a fantastic uh, future. Yeah. And so that uh, that's the reason why I am really happy yeah. to be an endocrinologist, yeah. to work yeah. endocrinologist. Yeah. I mean, let's well, every, ask for every, you, I will tell you that every endocrinologist that I've met, including my partner in this really? in this venture, yeah. is uh, more of an artist yeah. than a doctor. Yeah. Although, you know, they're excellent, as you are, and yeah. excellent physicians, yeah. but uh, they have us a very special way of looking at, at medicine and, yeah. and uh, using it, some very yeah. creative thinking That's right. to, to make That's people's right. lives better. And even the endocrinologists we have, we, we are really, so, uh, 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 like, uh, we apply philosophy just to the, uh, to the medicine practice and to, to learning, our learning of, of medicine, of the mechanisms of the diseases. And uh, it's really impressive because there are, we, we are, uh, accumulating such amount of knowledge about the mechanism of action, about uh, the different effects of, of, of the hormones on different tissues and different organs, that uh, in fact is, is really, in fact, is really fascinating. I mean, it's, 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 that's the, uh, the real situation of endocrinology, and that's why all endocrinologists are really very, very happy. Yeah, doctors. yeah, I mean, yeah. Good very happy, yeah, very, very happy, and we are happy with, with our work, yeah. and in fact, the uh, the residents that uh, are specializing in, yeah. in endocrinology are really happy too, because they see that the uh, uh, specialty is, uh, I mean, they, they have a very, very brilliant future. So you, you have a, a pretty large practice? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I uh, qualify for uh, endocrinology in 1980. 1980. So, so quite, a, a, quite a few years. A long way. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I always, I, when I have an interview with, with the physicians, I always ask them, what keeps you up at night? Yeah, you know, thinking yeah. about things or yeah, you know, what yeah, it's very easy. Yeah. I mean, when you go, I mean, the other the other point of endocrinology is that the uh, endocrinology is really uh, 
uh, influencing the uh, the um, the whole life of the persons, even the reproduction, even aging, even growth, even so many many aspects. But at <coughs> the same time, endocrine diseases sometimes uh, man have manifestations that can be suspected uh, when you go by bus, when, you go, when you're traveling by bus, sure. when you're traveling by train, or you're going in the plane, and you can see oh, that, that person may be, may have, let's say, pushing disease sure. or something like that. Have you ever stopped anybody and tell them? No, never. Never. No, okay. no, because of the respect. You yeah. Know? And I would like to, I, I, I want to respect the pri like privacy, etc. Sure. But, um, in fact, uh, and sometimes I, I mean, you cannot go to it. I, 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 I suspect you have it's Cushing's disease, and perhaps he's, she, he knows or she knows yeah. he's got Cushing's disease, and okay, what do you mean? I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's, me it's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I understand that you can make a very good thing if you, if you, uh, you say communicate something. Yeah, so something to that person. But you have, there, there are some risks, especially if the person has been previously diagnosed. Sure, they probably sure. have some difficulties to, sure. to get the uh, adequate control. I always so. think that, because um, I've had the opportunity twice, and twice I couldn't do it. Okay. Uh, once at an airport, uh, and I thought, I, I, I still think about it, because yeah. I don't know if that person yeah. was actually diagnosed that's or right. not, that's if right. I would have said something. Yeah, that's right. Maybe. So, so it's, I mean, it's difficult. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. risky. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah, it is complicated. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were talking earlier a little I, bit about yeah. early diagnosis. Yeah. And, and, uh, well, this is because it's an acromegaly discussion, but uh, for all pituitary diseases, right. uh, and you were telling me that you think that's the most important uh, initiative that we could do. So in, in terms of practical applications of early diagnosis, what, what do you think are the things that practically patient groups or publications like ours could be doing to, to generate sure, more interest? Oh, in oh really, I am really convinced about the, the value of those, of those kind of communications just to spread out the, uh, the knowledge about the suspicion of the diseases. The Problem, the main problem in endocrinology, especially in pituitary diseases such as acromegaly or Cushing's or even hypopituitarism, is the clinical suspicion. So in case the technology is help, can, can help you to, 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 to reach an early diagnosis, let's say artificial intelligence for instance, that would be fantastic. But, but, but at that time, at, this, at the present time, we have to, uh, to promote the uh, other different uh, uh, possibilities, such as uh, teaching doctors, such as teaching the general population, yeah. so teaching medical students, teaching nurses, medical uh, nurse, nursing stu uh, students. I think this is really very important about teaching about the keys of the uh, for the keys to just to uh, to, uh, to perform an early diagnosis. And just in the case of acromegaly, I mean. Uh, the, 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 the point is, it's important to, to, uh, to diagnose as early as possible because the consequences on, uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, therapeutic efficacy yeah. are really very relevant. Yeah. So I think it's really, really very, very important. And, and, and that's the uh, point because, I mean, it's quite easy to suspect acromegaly in a patient with a macroadenoma 
measuring, let's say, two centimeters uh, of size. However, the point is we have to, uh, to diagnose that patient when he's got a microadenoma, and so that's sometimes more difficult mm -hmm. to uh, detect yes. changes in, in the face or in the hands or feet or whatever, yes. or, or the uh, control blood pressure or, the, or, or diabetes, etc., which, uh, as uh, everybody knows, are really established complications of acromegaly. So uh, I think we have to uh, make an important effort just to, uh, to uh, teach, I mean, general population to teach doctors of different special specialties, mainly, for instance, internists, obviously endocrinologists, uh, dentists, etc., uh, about the potential possibility of helping to diagnose. Yeah, early, just put it on the, on the list of, of possibilities earlier than they yeah. otherwise would. Yeah. 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 I think it's very important yeah. because the the the, the, uh, the challenge is to uh, establish the suspicion. Yes, that's the most important yeah. point. And the, in fact, in those specialists, are also obviously uh, uh, primary care physicians also have yes. to be uh, taught about that. But uh, even endocrinologists, because some endocrinologists have seen, let's say, one or two cases of acromegaly. I think, uh, yeah, I think many, uh, uh, many endocrinologists never see a case of, that's right. of pituitary that's right. disease. That's right. So yeah. he is in the same position as a primary care physician. Yeah. And uh, perhaps the primary care physician sometimes has more opportunities just to detect a uh, early suspicion. Because yeah, he, he sees maybe more people. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so we think that there's a dynamic of the patient too because if the patient is more educated about yeah, potentially, right. or at least understands yeah. the way the hormones that's work. That's right. Can go to the doctor, to the primary care physician yeah. and ask him. Ask him, focus I, I, him I mean, a little Yeah, more. that's right. Please, do you think it can yeah. have a yeah. yeah. That's very important. Is, yeah. is it a possibility? It's a possibility. And that's the doctor right. will say, that's right. we just look. Yeah. It's possible or no. Yeah, that's right. You know. So Depending I think, the, from a uh, strategical point of view, I think that uh, teaching medical students is very important, teaching doctors is very important, teaching the general population is very important, and uh, in fact, the role played by the associations of, of patients, patients with acromegaly yeah. also have a fantastic yeah. uh, role, yes, to, uh, to, to try to, uh, to, to teach the population, to teach even the doctors yeah. about the, uh, the recognition of acromegaly yeah. and obviously the importance of the yeah. early treatment of acromegaly. It's involved you know, yeah. in, that, in that process. Yeah. But the process is so important because I know the acromegaly is not really a very prevalent disease. Apparently it's not. So apparently, yeah. I think apparently, it, yeah. because probably the, the truth is that the prevalence is, is, is higher. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Okay, that's, 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 that's true, but we need to establish, the, to, to perform an early, di early diagnosis because the consequences of early, early treatment are really so important yeah. that uh, I think that, we, that justified the, the possibility of, of, of promoting those campaign, campaigns just to, uh, to uh, sensibilize, sensibi sensibilize yeah, to create awareness, create awareness yeah. of doctors, the population, uh, and e everybody that can be re uh, can be related to uh, patient uh, to see patients. I mean, that I think is What do you think the the how many people do you estimate in Spain that are not diagnosed for every? 
for every diagnosed person. Wait, Do you have a way uh, wait, to wait, tell wait, 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 wait. Uh, Jorge, I, I will tell you, I don't know. Yes. And I don't think any, any, anybody Nobody could. Think, and that's right. Yeah. Because, I mean, we don't know. I mean, we, we have some prevalences, but, but, but the prevalences are based on, right. on diagnosed people. So it's very difficult to say. I mean, I think that, uh, let's say, 60% uh, of potential acromega uh, patients with acromegaly are not are undiagnosed. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but maybe, I don't know, but I'm sure there are, because, because sometimes you see a patient with acromegaly that have seen many doctors before, previously, yeah. and nobody said anything. Anything, oh sure, sure. But Even in the, in the case that that patient has to, have, uh, has to go to the cardiology, to the cardiologist, yeah due to, let's say, an arrhythmia or valvulopathy or a heart failure or something like that. And uh, in, even in those cases, sometimes, I mean, I'm not blaming the cardiologist. No, no, no. no. I'm blaming all, 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 all of us just to, uh, to try to improve our, our threshold just to diagnose, yeah. uh, so, so to, to suspect. Well, I've been in discussions you know, where people are saying in the U.S., you know, different uh, uh, scientists, a pharmaceutical, uh, executives, uh, for every diagnosed person, there's probably three yeah. undiagnosed. So maybe, three. I maybe, think, maybe. I think, more. I think, think so. I think so. You agree with him? Yeah. I agree with him. That's why I, I think. I think it's probably small. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the the task is huge. Yeah, I know yeah. it's huge. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. In so, terms of quality of life, in terms of of spare money. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is a reduction of costs once that's you. Right. That's yeah. right. So once you, you once you have an early diagnosis. Uh, you're going to, uh, to, to, to reduce costs in a significant yeah. way. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure about that. Well, if you can get you the, you cut the comorbidities, yeah. like yeah. Raquel was saying earlier, yeah. you fine. have uh, all these costs that are related to late diagnosis that with conditions that wouldn't otherwise happen yeah. if you had a, a low, a, an earlier diagnosis. Yeah, that's right. So it's probably smarter to spend yeah. more money to get early diagnosis yeah. and education yeah. than than covering related conditions. Education is key, but we yeah. have to educate even to, not, not only general population, even to medical students, uh, because, I mean, they're going to see patients, I'm sure they're going to see patients, they're going, they will not forget that kind of, of teaching. No. I think it's very important. Very, yeah. Uh, so I think we have to teach everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Persons, general population, patients, I mean, uh, doc doctors, uh, different specialties, medical students, nurses, uh, so uh, lots of people. Uh, we have to, uh, to spread out that uh, potential teaching activities through the, uh, probably to the different um, technology, technological media, etc., in order to, uh, to, yeah, to create the awareness of the... Uh, yeah, well, it's the, a, I think it's uh, one of those things that we can work uh, collaboratively around the world to, yeah, to sure. help to sure. to help to do it. Sure, so, sure. Mm. Well, I, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. I know this is uh, you know a busy time for yeah, you. I know, yeah, I know. But in fact, probably the the better uh, the better work I did in this conference. I mean, you know, because I have the, the I, I, I I gave some uh, conferences yeah, and what, some what talks. Did you, and what did you talk uh, yeah, today? No? Yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh well, very good. I mean, I was talking about yeah. The study called the Action IO study about the uh, perceptions and awareness of obesity oh. uh, 
just uh, for people, for too. persons with obesity and for doctors uh, treating patients oh. with obesity. So, uh, oh, the difference. Very interesting. Yeah, that's right, completely very, different. Yeah, I missed your, severe I missed misalignments yeah. between persons and doctors. And yeah. that's very important because otherwise the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the performance of treatment is not going to be good enough. Yeah. So uh, I think that's very important too. Yeah. And uh, I have been chairing a, 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 a panel on uh, Cushing's disease, the different complex cases of Cushing's mm -hmm. disease too. And uh, But in fact, what we have done here, I think is the most important activity in order to, in terms of uh, uh, improving, uh, contributing to improve quality of life uh, and obviously uh, every treatment of patients. Sure. The treatment this is an acromegaly. Sure. Absolutely. So right. this has been very, 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 yeah, very happy. And yeah, uh, yeah I, in fact, uh, I thank you very much for giving me that opportunity oh, no, to speak to you. And just to, yeah, to continue to, uh, to teach uh, all people that have been here that, uh, that recorded. Thank you so much. Thanks for Thanks to you. Check our website at pituitaryworldnews.org for the latest news on new drugs and therapies and contact us with any questions and suggestions. And don't miss our latest series on educational videos on pituitary MRI studies. This has been another exclusive podcast from Pituitary World News. Thank you for listening.